Hello and welcome to the PropTech Hot Seat on iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Tallon, the show where we explore trends and technologies right across the built environment. The show is brought to you through PropTech Ireland, the hub for innovators and investors and indeed for industry leaders. In the PropTech Hot Seat today is Conrad Rothiger, uh, founder of Conveo, a VC-backed PropTech startup that's changing the way we buy and sell homes. Conrad, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me, Carol. Um, Thank you, Conrad. You might just talk to us about Conveo. Uh, What exactly is the offering? Uh, So Conveo stands for the new way uh, that we buy and sell property in the UK, residential property to be precise. Uh, Conveo is a collaborative conveyancing portal that uh, sources um, data that is needed for the property transaction. And um, it sources data about the uh, parties, the home buyer and the home seller, but also about the property itself. And we do so very early on in the process. So there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of talk at the moment about upfront information and how that can be beneficial uh, to transactions. And uh, our platform sources that information at listing already, so uh, that when a potential buyer comes in, um, that plat- that uh, information is all available. Um, you might just talk us through the offering. Who is the who is the um, uh, obviously I understand the users, but who pays for your service? Um, so uh, the um, home buyers and sellers pay for our service. Uh, we charge a uh, a platform fee, which um, uh, is is quite insignificant compared to uh, to the amount um, of uh, the transaction or the legal fees. But um, we also coordinate uh, the legal work stream. Uh, for the home buyers and for the home sellers, meaning that we have both ends of the transaction. And um, we do so uh, with our um, uh, solicitor partners uh, who uh, are um, connected to our platform and who we work very closely with. So um, that gives us the opportunity to um, really speed up the transaction um, and uh, leverage the power of our underlying uh, technology stack. As home buyers and home sellers using your platform still require the services of a regulated conveyancing professional, you might just talk us through, say, the journey for a home seller. So um, people are thinking of selling their home. What are the steps they go through? Uh, thank you, Carol. It's a very, very good question. So um, our uh, objective is to uh, assist the uh, conveyances and the conveyancing solicitors with the transaction. And uh, a lot of the friction in today's process is caused uh, through uh, communication, um, through uh, the data gathering process, um, which often isn't streamlined. Um, So what do we do to improve that? Our platform uh, offers, um, for example, a digital onboarding process, which means customers the home buyers and home sellers are identified uh, online, so um, they don't need to come in with their passport. Uh, they can do it through our portal in their own time, and the conveyancer will then be notified when uh, when that step has been completed. And the same is true for anti-money laundering checks, and also for uh, the uh, the legal questionnaires relating to the property. Uh, in uh, in England, these are the TA forms. And um, we have um, uh, broken them down and explained them 
um, in a very uh, easy, uh, easy to understand way, so that um, customers who tend not to have, you know, who who, don't, who only do one or maybe a couple of property transactions often in their life, uh, we make it much easier for them to understand these forms. And again, uh, this is all done online, and we will inform the conveyancer through our platform when uh, that step has been completed. So uh, from a customer's perspective, it is very convenient. Um, they can go through all of it in their own time, wherever they are. They, um, there's no paperwork involved. And uh, from a conveyancer's perspective, um, uh, it also significantly reduces their touch points with the onboarding process because everything is done by the customers in their own time and the conveyances will receive notifications uh, once it's ready. Um, when it comes to um, uh, to further uh, property uh, further gathering about property data, uh, our platform also automatically sources information from over three hundred data points, uh, tapping into uh, publicly available data, but also uh, data from um, from uh, HM Land Registry um, uh, or other providers to uh, really um, draw a, a very comprehensive picture about the property. And this is all centrally stored on our platform uh, for the conveyances from both sides, um, the buy side and the sell side, uh, easy to access. Very good. And Conrad, are home buyers and home sellers, con sellers continuing to choose their own conveyancer or do they have to work with one within your network? So we have a, um, we have a um, good selection of conveyances. Uh, we work with our partner solicitors and conveyancers who we carefully select. Um, we find um, that uh, there are a lot of conveyancers out there um, who do a, a terrific job and who really want to uh, move their clients' transactions forward. And uh, those are uh, the solicitors uh, we work with. They share the same spirit. They want to significantly reduce transaction times and they're open to use technology to uh, to 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 reduce manual work steps um, because they they have also realized that uh, manual workflows um, consume their time and erode their hourly rates so um, using technology as an underlying uh, assistant really uh, is a win-win situation for all sides Okay, I, I, I'm very aware that um, one of the cultural differences, say, between Ireland and the UK is that historically um, in the UK, people would move every seven to 10 years, whereas certainly in Ireland, this might be a twice to three times in a lifetime transaction. Um, but but for such an infrequent transaction, one thing we've seen is that um, trust is massively important. So for people who have their own family solicitor who might deal with they're, they're not conveyancers as such it's a it's a family solicitor that is called in for all legal concerns so actually has this been a barrier for people then using your service that they want to use their own solicitor or is it a case that their solicitor can sign up for your service um, the latter is the case. We are always um, we're constantly growing our uh, network of estate agents and solicitors um, and uh, we're always looking for uh, for like-minded uh, solicitors uh, to cooperate with. And how is how has market traction been for you so far? Um, 
So, um, so far, uh, very uh, good. We had um, uh, amazing um, uh, feedback just uh, recently. Uh, the uh, HM Land Registry um, featured us in one of their blog posts, uh, which um, had um, a very positive resonance for us. Uh, lots of people uh, reached out to us saying, telling us their stories, telling us how really how, how the war stories about property transactions, how long they waited, how their transactions fell through and how they are frankly fed up with the, uh, with the current um, way um, it works. And that obviously um, was, a, was a great motivation um, and really good to hear. I think we're, we're hitting a nerve there. Uh, people um, want uh, easier uh, and uh, uh, stress-free property transactions, and rightly so. Um, we can do it, um, and and we are doing it. Yeah, and look, I, and positive sentiment is always so important. But in terms of actual market traction, um, is it mainly home buyers or home sellers who are engaging your services? Um, so we work with both. Um, a lot of home sellers uh, reach out to us. Uh, because they um, they want to sell um, with certainty, and um, we also help them to to prepare the property um, to be transaction ready, um, so they can uh, a home seller can really gain uh, momentum by using conveyor. Um, we um, to give you an example, we um, are about to uh, complete a transaction um, uh, for a property uh, in just about under six weeks now. So that's a really good timeline. Um, and uh, we're very happy with that. Very good. And do you know what the comparable might have been, say, if uh, if that, that particular user had just gone through the traditional processes? I mean, would you be looking at three to four months? Yeah, that's, um, that's an interesting question. Obviously, it's, um, uh, it's, it's, we, we will never quite uh, get to the uh, bottom of it. But um, what happened was that um, the purchaser um, had received a gift uh, to um, to be able to purchase the property and um, from from a relative and and that relative was about to go on a um, to go on a long travel uh, for six weeks and um, what they weren't aware of is that they needed to execute a gift deed um, in person. Uh, witnessed by by a third party solicitor here in the UK, so um, we um, we caught we caught the gift tour uh, uh, the day uh, before they uh, left to the airport and uh, and arranged for the execution of that gift deed. Um, I think a, a day later would have been too late, and I th I think it would have not uh, it would have been a broken deal because um, the transaction would have not moved forward. Uh, for uh, for at least six weeks until the gift tour returned. And um, Conrad, you're the founder of this, and and I mentioned to you off air, but we've spoken about it numerous times, kind of a, on different episodes of the show here over the last four years. That um, you know, certainly in Ireland, and and we know internationally, there have been so many attempts to speed up the conveyancing, and uh, particularly in Ireland, the UK. But I, I suppose I'm more familiar with the attempts that were made to speed up conveyancing in the Irish market. And it is still a transaction that is 
you know, it is still kind of the most fraught with difficulties, despite the fact that our, um, you know, the the mapping technologies and uh, the platforms, the database, and actually even the state agencies that who are transacting this, they're the underlying uh, functions that we need to be able to speed up conveyancing. They've all modernized and digitized over the past decade or decade and a half. And yet conveyancing is still the laggard. So, I, I, you know, where where do you think kind of the points of resistance are? It's a very good point, Carol. Um, when we look at what has evolved in terms of how the world has evolved over the past uh, 40 years or so, we uh, we see so much change. And um, a lot of it is, uh, you know, we, we incorporate in our daily lives and um, benefit from it daily. But then when we look at conveyancing, um, it seems that uh, so many things that, that could be improved uh, haven't really um, been um, been fully improved yet. And um, well, I think the real estate market is uh, traditionally a, a market that is uh, slower to adapt to innovation than other markets. But that being said, um, we see um, uh, innovation come through uh, in different ways and forms. Uh, I mentioned earlier the um, the online or digital ID and AML uh, checks or source of funds checks. That's something uh, that uh, seems to be now uh, widely adopted by the market. Um, and I think um, uh, innovation will come through more and more. And and there, there's also a, a a shift in in thinking and a shift in culture. Um, we talk to many um, uh, conveyances, but also estate agents in the market who who are open uh, to change things and who are also looking to improve the way we transact. And I think there's a real chance there uh, to work together. Uh, and uh, turn uh, conveyancing um, around uh, and bring it uh, with with the support of state of the art technology. Yeah, and look, I, I I tend to agree with you, even though I spoke about maybe some of the frustrated attempts. Um, you know, going back to two thousand fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, I I do believe that the timing is is right now i think and that's been a huge difference in terms of consumer behavior and industry behavior and their attitudes towards technology and their willingness to rely on technology and trust the technology for such a large transaction and i think covid and the pandemic has just been such a huge driver of that um really from all parties but i'm curious um what, what's your own background do you come from a legal or property background or did you just have a very very frustrating transaction <laughs> um i uh, my my background is actually um uh, legal i uh, started my career off as a um as a finance and m&a lawyer at uh, freshfields and then uh, been in the financial industry uh, for the past 10 years with a focus on uh, on m&a and property transactions and um i founded conveyo together with uh, my co-founder andrea who is a data scientist um, and uh, algorithmic trader. And by combining um, our legal and um, and technical skills um, or technological skills, we are um, we're in a good position to um, to improve that current process. 
Yeah, that's that's a really nice kind of blend of founder there. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm i thinking of the practical day to day. So one of the things that we know, I not like there's no doubt that the problem you've hit on is a very real problem. It's a very recognized and accepted problem. Unfortunately, it's probably too accepted as a problem um, in terms of conveyancing delays uh, and the impact. But I suppose we're always thinking of the human impact. So we're thinking of for buyers and sellers, particularly those in a chain that that need to sell their home and buy something else. And that transaction, those both transactions need to close on the same day. Have you had instances of that or have you had to tweak your technology to accommodate chains? Um, chains are obviously tricky. Um, many attempts have been made to manage them, to control them. And uh, what we often hear is that people say, well, you know, you can try to improve the process, but you you will always only be as fast as the uh, slowest one in the chain. So um, that is a problem. And it's not a problem we currently um, deal with. Um, so far, uh, our transactions have been um, chain free. Um, but it's something that we want to look into um, at a later stage. Very good. Well, tell me, what is the future for Conveo? Um, so um, the future for Conveo, yes, we are um, we are uh, growing our uh, our network and our um, uh, capacity to um, to uh, help people move homes uh, faster and hassle free. Um, we are planning to um, do a funding round um, next year, and um, uh, then we uh, will look at other markets. Um, we already had some some talks in that respect, and we will then uh, bring our innovation um, to to other markets with similar problems. And um, you mentioned there in terms of raising um, in terms of raising further funds, you already have the backing of a VC just for the for the prop tech founders who are listening in today and construction technology founders. You might just share some of your early experience there, because, you know, it, it's really only in the last decade that VCs have gotten behind um, maybe prop tech construction technology and Already, we've seen the focus of VC shift more towards smart building technologies that are addressing carbon uh, emissions and similarly for construction technology. So actually, um, climate tech, it, it feels like um, prop tech had a very short window before actually uh, climate tech really started to take priority and probably the big opportunities are across the construction and, and climate um, space now. So you might just talk us through maybe some of your experience in raising capital and having to to convince VCs that not just the problem you're addressing is real, but that actually you'll be able to impact when you're trying to take in consumer buyers and sellers of homes, but also to bring the real estate sector with you and to bring the legal sector, which is really entrenched um, in their traditional methodologies. Yeah, that is a that is. Uh, I'm happy to do that. We um, so uh, our VC is called Antler. Antler is a global global VC. They're very active, and um, they are a generalist. So they're not um, only focused on uh, prop tech, but um, in the wider wider VC environment, 
Um, we um, we also talk to a lot of um, VCs that are prop tech um, or climate tech focused, and um, as as those are interlinked, and um, there is um, there's currently uh, a lot of focus uh, on those sectors as they have been. Um, they have been a little bit neglected when it comes to um, to innovation um, and progress over the uh, over the past decade or so. So um, there's a lot to do, and um, uh, the VCs um, are um, um, are aware of that and um, are very helpful uh, for for young companies like ours uh, to uh, to turn our vision into reality and uh, make a real impact on. Um, uh, on the property market, um, but also in in in, in a more um, general terms on uh, uh, on on the uh, climate uh, uh, and property world. Very good, and um, Conrad, listen. Thanks a million for your time today. Thank you for sharing the journey that you've had, and um, you know, I I, I wish yourself, uh, Andrea, and the team there at Conveo the very best of luck. And um, like I said, the the problem that you're addressing is a very real problem um but the challenges seem quite ingrained so there's a culture shift that needs to happen alongside and i personally will be watching with interest what you do in the uk market because it's definitely something that we need in the irish market and many have tried and unfortunately have failed um, and i think maybe what was underestimated was the culture part of bringing a regulated profession along with you um so i i think it's a really interesting one i'll certainly be watching it and the very best of luck to yourself and the team there. I appreciate your time today. That was Conrad Rotker, of, uh, founder of Conveo. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out all of our other shows, uh, construction and real estate shows on iProperty Radio. Before we go, just a special word of thanks to our sponsor, PropTech Ireland, the hub for innovators, investors, and indeed for industry leaders. Um, so our thanks to the team at PropTech Ireland for supporting the podcast and making these conversations possible. And thank you indeed for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode of the PropTech Hot Seat here on iProperty Radio. <laughs>